So I wrote a thing is a podcast for intellectual ladies and their very serious, very intellectual writings. Episode 2, Apples, Hats and Sociopaths. So, my name is Laura Harrison and I wrote a thing. I'd like to share some wisdom that I thought was true, but actually isn't. For a very long time I have lived by my own proverb, who needs men when you can have apples? But in 2018 I didn't have a single good apple which caused me to question my entire belief set. Here are a couple of my groundbreaking realisations in case you too are going through the same deep inner turmoil about men and apples. 1. It is much easier to relocate a man than an apple if you accidentally take one to bed. 2. It is annoying when both get stuck in your teeth, but men are a little less likely to cause profusive bleeding of the gums. Three, men are not as passive as apples. They cry in the shout more if you leave them in the fridge for too long. I have to say, I find that grit and resilience very inspiring. Some similarities. One, both have unwarranted levels of self-confidence. Two, both have skin. Three, both are very likely to have worms. A similar proverb that I've also sadly had to question is who needs friends when you can have dogs? Because while dogs are cute, offer unconditional love and have giant souls, I would rather not walk by friends, squeeze their anal glands, or give them a bath when they've rolled on a dead seal. And actually now I think about it, dogs have caused me a lot of trouble. I once lost a babysitting job because I was caught pushing a Vimeran down a slide in a homemade luge to see how fast it could go. I also nearly lost a boyfriend and a rental lease when I invited an unknown Labrador off the internet for a sleepover when its parents went on holiday. And countless times have I been ghosted by a chihuahua or a husky or even a one-eyed sheepdog on borrowing my dog only then to see them in the park with another suitor. Talking of groundbreaking realisations, I've recently had a shock regarding a few other things. Danny Dyer is still alive. The term eyesore does not mean that your eye soars to something because it's big. Urban legend is not something I should have in the profile section of my CV. Coleslaw, the wet cabbage salad, and cold sores, the scabs that grow in your face from too much kissing, are very different things. Cardi B's real name is not Cardigan Backyardigan. And finally, in these COVID times, I've been on a mission to tell everyone to keep their pecker up. Turns out that grandmas, cashiers and HR personnel at a number of companies have inadvertently been told to keep their penises up. Oh. Uh-oh. So, my name is Shanice Ennis Mahado. And I wrote a thing. I just wanted to say thank you to my children. So, to my hats. Never in my life did I ever, and I mean ever, see myself as a parent. But when you came into my life, everything suddenly changed for me. I had a newfound responsibility of making sure you were taken care of and that none of you felt left out.
But let's be honest, parents lie and they really do have a favourite child. I mean, just ask my orange hat. I've lost count of how many of you I have, but each one has a very distinctive personality that ultimately makes me look much better, but not that this is about me or anything. It's just a point I'd like to make. Through summer, autumn, winter, and spring, but mainly winter, you guys were there for me. The times I wanted to look edgy or cool in a selfie that would most likely end up on Instagram. You were also there for me too. Or when I would throw you in the bottom of my bag and forget that you were there. Somehow, you still had my back. There have honestly been times where I felt like I didn't deserve you. Or wondered why I had so many of you. As if I were Angelina Jolie or something. But if I've learned anything from life, some people don't choose motherhood. It chooses them. And somehow, a cute yellow hat just catches your eye. And right at that moment, you know it needs you. And you need it. With that being said, I just wanted to thank you for the joy that you've given me over the many years. I mean, yes, it's been challenging trying to figure out which one of you I'm going to wear today. But we got through it. Ultimately, there is no Shanice without hats. And no hats without Shanice. You've got me through thick and thin. And made colour coordinating my clothes a whole lot easier. My love for you really burns deep. And in the words of Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Also, honourable mention to my green hat that I left at a girl's house and then placed with the exact same one from Primark. It was hard at first, but you fit right in. Thank you 
for making me a parent. It's truly a gift. So, from a crazy hat lady, I just wanted to say thank you, my children. So, my name's Shinfei Chen, and I wrote a thing. I'm trying to learn how to be a sociopath. Because I want to get rich quick, but I don't want to use my poontang. Look, I've always tried to be a good human being. I'm the type who listens to Brene Brown podcasts, where she says inspiring things like, there's no creativity without vulnerability. But you know what? There's no private jet without moral ambiguity. And I want that private jet now. You know who has a private jet? Sociopaths. Donald Trump. Rupert Murdoch. Daenerys Targaryen. Sociopaths fly high. So... Here's what I've learned about how to become a sociopath. Tip 1. Control others. This one's not easy for me because I've always been a whatever-you-want-to-do-that's-fine-with-me-I-need-validation kind of person. Well, not anymore. Control is key to sociopathy. Next time, when my colleague asks me, where should we go for coffee? I straight up tell her, we're not doing coffee. We're going to rope jam to get tied up by strangers. Yes, Japanese bondage, the perfect team building exercise. My colleague's going to say silly things like, say what? And, but we have a presentation in 10 minutes. But you don't listen to her responsible bullshit. Instead, you look her straight in the eye and you say, no, we're doing shibari. By the way, nice shoes have a mint. Tip two, don't feel remorse. Actually, just don't feel. Don't feel the shame, the guilt, the soft flesh of Janet's neck in your hands as you tie her upside down and she's screaming, but I still need to insert clip art into the PowerPoint. Shh, Janet. As a sociopath, you do not feel, but you do say, Kneel before your Khaleesi. Janet's signals are fucked by now, so she'll listen to anything you say. So, you whisper into her ear. Asina Salat Which is Dothraki for... Change the PowerPoint font to Comic Sans in neon on black background. Boom! She obeys, ruins her presentation. You steal her client, get the promotion. She gets sacked like Sean Bean on day one of pre-production. You become CEO your favorite position with your own private jet. Mm-hmm.
So, I Wrote a Thing was a happy happy production produced and directed by Eve Lightalis. The writers and performers were Laura Harrison, Janice Ennis Melhado and Shin Fei Chen.